0: from Treasure Valley Reformed Presbyterian Church. To catch earlier broadcasts, just search The Gospel for Life wherever you subscribe. To find out more about this ministry and about our annual conference, go to ReformationBoise.com.
1: Welcome back to The Gospel for Life. We're going through the different categories of the D-Church Evangelicals, and today we're talking about ex This is a group of, of individuals that have according to their own assessment, they're permanently and purposely leaving the church. They're done. They are, at least according to the survey, they would say there's no way they're returning to, to church or mainline, or an evangelical church. They'll go to other places of worship, but they're not going to return to an evangelical church. And one of the interesting things about this particular group that In all of the groups that are categories that we're going to talk about, they people give reasons why they left. And many of them sound the same. You see similar themes come up on everybody's list. You know, they moved to a new co- community. I didn't fit in with the congregation. Those are on basically every list. But there are two on this group's list of reasons why that aren't in any other group's. And those two are: I didn't experience much love within the congregation, and then second, negative experiences you personally had in an evangelical church. So I don't want to overstate it, but these seem to be those that are leaving angry and hurt. Mm-hmm. So and and noisy,
2: yeah. What I mean is they let they're letting their 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 inner circle, their family, their friends, their online followings. Letting everyone know that they're they're out and they're done.
1: What I found fascinating, but yeah. But what I found fascinating about this group, so they're leaving the church. They they they're disgruntled with the church, maybe angry with the church. They disagreed with them on positions or disagreed with the 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 pastor on different positions. And but seventy still seventy two percent still identify as Christians. So, they at least in their mind have taken the, the high road that they have it all together. They, they have a, a correct view of, of life and, and how things should be,
0: but they're not happy with the church. So, what do we do with this group? Well, I, you know, one of the things that stood out to me was that this is the largest group. Uh, of the groups that we're talking about this had the highest uh, percentage of single women in it mm-hmm. um you know you there's like 65% of this group was female you know only 35% of it was male and uh, you know this goes to a category of you know that they've had a maybe, perhaps an abusive relationship uh, with the church and that's something that I think uh, we need to be aware of they they we refer to these people as casualties of the church you know maybe they they you know they've come to the point where they don't love the church but they still have an appreciation and a, an awareness of God and that has gives them that category of of being you know still regarding themselves as an evangelical but they've left the church that they may have been a part of it because of some abuse
2: yeah i think that top reason i didn't fit in with the congregation too i think just if we examine some even my own church honestly so so much of the church becomes family oriented or couples oriented um Mm -hmm. that where does the, the the single woman fit and where can she where can she find love and community and those who have shared experiences with her particularly um as we look at the the average age is 54 so this is a de-churching that happened 20 years and, ago and
0: it happened yeah and it, and they would and they would <coughs> they av- when they first de was like at 34 right and so here's a here's single mom here's divorced mom here's um struggling mom here's poor mom uh you know who's not making ends meet and uh, you know sh- uh, maybe developing a negative attitude toward the church that you know because she doesn't fit in. Nope. There's a certain I- isolation that uh, takes place. Uh, so, I, th- uh, you know, these and how does it, how did it occur in the first place? Uh, you know, that's if it's if we're talking about divorce. Uh, you know, usually what happens is there's a division. People they get divorced. They both don't stay in the church. <laughs> you know, oftentimes one of is leaving one of them uh, has had their sin pointed out to them and uh, you know in a very clear way oftentimes and they've left the church particularly the evangelical church and they don't get involved somewhere and so they have an attitude toward uh, what has taken place uh, maybe they maybe there wasn't repentance maybe there maybe they're the ones that was sinned against and uh and the church sided with the other partner mm.
1: It's interesting that as this group of of, of in individuals that have left the church and really have negative feelings towards it and basically say, I, I really wouldn't need to go back to a church ever again in my life. In some ways, the church has let them down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is always the tricky part because every individual has a story. And sometimes we're not always great at at. Correctly assessing our own storyline. And so I don't doubt that for many of this group of people, the church erred in some way, did make a mistake. But I would also say that there are probably many situations where the church maybe didn't, but they were perceived to have. Mm-hmm. And it's still either way and this is causes the, yeah, hurt. I
0: think this is the difficult part because we're looking at a as a category here. And one of the reminders we had is these are individuals that we uh, should and do love, and I think that the church has a responsibility to go after these people. Uh, these are people that, as they said, I am not going back. We have the responsibility on our part to go to them. You know, it's not we we do not write these people off, and I think the thing that came out when I read this chapter, this is the highest category of. Uh, people that have a suicidal ideation too, and mm-hmm. and the reason that that is is that they're they're experiencing a great loneliness. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's a, here's an area in which we as a church need to address that loneliness. You know, like you know, in our in our home, I know that uh, you know the holidays come around, we have somebody from the ch- from our church that would otherwise be alone in our home. Um, whether, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, mm-hmm. Easter, somebody that would otherwise be alone. Um, One of the, you know, this past Sunday, one of the ladies of the church, uh, she's a, a widow. She's been a widow for a, a few years now. She told me about a young couple and an older couple that took her out for her birthday mm. Um and so she said it was, it was the most wonderful birthday that she had. Why? Because here was somebody that would otherwise be lonely, and the church is reaching out to them. This, I think
1: there was um, just a little phrase that Jonathan had that I think is so absolutely essential when you're dealing with ex-evangelicals, and that is these individuals are not coming to church. Mm-hmm. They're not going to come to you that the church is going to have to go to them. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that the the chapter kind of focused in on a, at the end was that in order to reach ex evangelicals, the the church those members of the church are going to have to engage them as individuals and develop authentic relationships with them and it's probably going to to be relationships in which there's a lot of listening, a lot of empathy, affirming what they're saying, not necessarily agreeing with everything that they say. Sometimes we we have the tendency to want to defend the church and you have to just dial down the defense of the church and just they they have hurts, they have a story, they're wanting to get that hurt out, they're wanting to get that story out. And at some level, at least in the beginning, it's not important to discern whether it's even true or not. Well, this is an area
0: which there is a large need for a word and deed ministry. Mm -hmm. You know, this is not just – you know, we've we've talked about how we don't lose our children. A a lot of that comes around discipleship and the word. Mm -hmm. Um, But these are people that now that they're gone, uh, we're talking about, you know, the thing that's going to bring them back. They need to know somebody cares. You know, it's like, you know, I I helped somebody out a month ago, and uh, you know, they were they were in need of help. They were outside of our church. Helped them numerous times, and then I said, now I'm going to tell you something, and and you should take what I say as a because i care for you and i've already demonstrated that care so here's the areas you've pushed me out of my comfort zone here because i can't approve of the lifestyle that you live you push me out of my comfort but i i'm telling you that because i already care for you and i think that there needs to be a, mm. a word and deed ministry and maybe the deed comes before the word and maybe the word comes before the deed but it both they both have to be there
1: yeah i mean the the reasons for leaving. I didn't fit in with the congregation. you know, We've talked about that relational aspect. You know, as we pursue these people, the topic of church may not come up for a while.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just pursue them to get to know them and uh, be genuine in that pursuit. And I would even encourage, even with the mentality that they may never come back to our church, mm-hmm. but I want to establish a friendship with this yeah. person.
2: I think. More and more, I think, particularly with the D-Church, we're going to need to see invitations to our living rooms before our sanctuaries Yeah, uh, and, and building that trust and vested relationship so that we can produce a new story, a story of healing and hope and, and a, a positive experience with an evangelical or with a, with a Christian. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not sure. Maybe I'm not allowed to say this anymore, so we might be canceled as a show, <laughs> but they can't feel like they're a scalp that you're trying to collect for your belt. Mm-hmm. and yeah. i hate i mean i don't want to not nickels they're, and noses they are right.
0: just they are they're people with real hurts and we'll they will see they, through that and and these are people that have had palpable pain mm-hmm. and they've been failed by an institution uh they may have been failed by the institution of marriage they might have been failed by uh the institution of the church in some way but they have a palpable pain and so there is a you know, as as uh, Vinnie said, we need to we need to show them that care. We need to bring them into our home. We need to we need to, and and you're right. We can't be looking at them. Uh, oh, here's a number number for our church. We have to be looking at them as real people. Mm-hmm.
1: I I have one of these people in my life, and I would consider them a friend. Mm-hmm. And I have no illusions. That's you know. That friendship's going to mean that they're going to return to church. Naturally, I hope that. Naturally, mm-hmm. I pray for that. But when they're back in the area, I go out and just have coffee with them. And sometimes we talk about religious things and sometimes we don't. Mm-hmm. I I allow them in so many ways to help drive how that conversation goes. And if, mm-hmm. if they're giving me an, an opening, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to pry open the door. And over time they know that i care about them and that's what this group needs to, to to sense that you truly care and then that you're willing to speak truth into their life but not not at the expense of 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 a relationship i, I would
0: say this is a group with a large amount of ptsd mm-hmm. you know, a, a a good post-traumatic stress that's taking place
1: Love, love them and care for them and continue to, to present the gospel as it, as it fits. Well, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll continue to work our way through this book.